You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories around the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NHL hosts are here to help break down everything from Wednesday in the league. So let's start with our biggest game. The biggest game. The Florida Panthers are one of the best teams in the league this season, or at least they were early on, but they continue to play like it with another win at home on Wednesday. And Locked On Panthers is here with more. Probably the biggest threat to the Florida Panthers' undefeated streak at home for this season. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velaz from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers have defeated the Philadelphia Flyers by a final score of 2-1 to one in overtime. The Philadelphia Flyers were on a second end of a back-to-back where they started Carter Hart yesterday, now Martin Jones today. And Martin Jones was fantastic for the Philadelphia Flyers being the third star of the game. But the Florida Panthers kept attacking despite going down really early, midway through the first period as they were caught in a change. And Travis Konechny, uh connected to Joe Farabee where he got one right through Bob's five-hole but. Bob was also fantastic tonight, stopping 20, 32 shots on 33 attempts uh, for the Panthers. He was He's still continuing his uh, great season for the Florida Panthers. And the Florida Panthers, they kept fighting, even though this was one nothing after two periods. With the way the Florida Panthers have been able to score goals at home especially, this was their first game that they hadn't scored for all season. You knew that the Florida Panthers were going to find some way, somehow, to get a goal on the board. Sam Bennett found a way early into the third period on a power play. What a beautiful feed by Anthony Duclair. Their first power play goal since November 6th against Carolina went 0 for their last 19. Then this game went into overtime where the out, where the Panthers outshot the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime 7 to nothing. So they were controlling the play in overtime as well as Jonathan Huberto finds Aaron Ekblad right in the middle of the slot for the game-winning goal. Now Aaron Ekblad has five straight games with a point averaging a point per game in uh e- this season and that he had two points tonight a secondary assist and that game winning goal and now it's time to put Aaron Ekblad into the Norse conversation along with Bob for Be- Vesna so to listen to my recap of tonight's 2 to 1 victory make sure to listen to my l- latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day The Philadelphia Flyers took a beating on defense as Florida kept the pressure on all game. But Philly held strong all the way until finally breaking in overtime. Locked on Flyers tells us more about the silver linings and any others from the loss in Florida. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with the Locked on Flyers podcast. And after last night's debacle against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Flyers put their lines in a blender tonight against the Florida Panthers to try and rebound. The biggest story of this game, though, turned out to be goaltender Martin Jones. Even though the Flyers lost the game 2-1 to one in overtime, the Panthers had 45 shots on goal, 18 of them were high danger, and Jones stopped all but one in regulation and one in overtime, of course. He made some unbelievable saves throughout, and it was just a godsend keeping this tired Flyers team in it for most of the game. And I will say... 
The Flyers had several really good stretches of pressure against this top Florida team. They were really strong on the forecheck in sections. And I think some of these new lines and defensive pairings might stick in future games, especially the Farabee Frost Atkinson line. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in to the Lockdown Flyers podcast. Coming up next, we go around the ice from the NHL on Wednesday. I am your host, Kim Becker, and you are listening to Locked On Now. Well, it is Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football, and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting, you guys. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this Thanksgiving and the holidays. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on. Again, that promo code is locked on and it will get you your 50% welcome bonus. And it's not just football. No, 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 no. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wake to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online. We are stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker. Let's take a look at the rest of the action around the ice from Wednesday. Let's go around the league. Our young little franchise, the Seattle Kraken, took home another win against the Carolina Hurricanes last night, and we've got the full recap for you right here. I am thankful for another Seattle Kraken win at Climate Pledge Arena. My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken, and it's already Thanksgiving in the United States here on the East Coast, and the Seattle Kraken get a 2-1 victory over Carolina. How'd they do it? A 35-save performance from Philip Grubauer. How'd they do it? By scoring on the power play. Yet again, they did give up a goal in the first period, so they didn't lead the game, but get a power play goal. Jared McCann gets the scoring started, and another goal scorer in the game, Marcus Johansson, said after the game that this is what it takes. We're doing what it takes. People putting their bodies on the line, 20 blocked shots in this game. This is the kind of Seattle Kraken hockey we need to see moving forward. Let's talk about it more on Locked on Kraken. The San Jose Sharks advance past 500 with a win over the Ottawa Senators, and we've got all you need to know coming up next. The Sharks' secondary scoring explodes tonight. My name is J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks, and the Sharks finally get some secondary scoring uh, including Nick Bonino. Finally, finally, the long national nightmare is over. Gets his first, not only point, but first goal with the Sharks. Uh, Jake Middleton also chips in. Matt Nieto chips in in a 6-3 win over the Ottawa Senators in a very, very chippy game. Uh, the Sharks were able to take advantage of uh, Brady Kachuk's over-aggressiveness as he went to the penalty box four times, and they were to take advantage on the power play. Um, in a game that the Sharks really need to win if they want to consider themselves to be playoff contenders. Uh, we'll have a full recap on our next episode, so make sure you guys subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher. And, of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. And for all of our American listeners, have a happy Thanksgiving. 
The Boston Bruins won easily on Wednesday. They beat up the Sabres by four without any trouble. There was still concern, though, after a late injury, and Locked on Bruins has the latest on that and everything else from the final in Buffalo. The Boston Bruins will celebrate Thanksgiving with a win over the Buffalo Sabres here on Wednesday night, although there is room for concern after a late hit on Charlie McAvoy had him helped off the ice uh, and a boarding misconduct and five-minute major was awarded to Zemgitz Gergensens of the uh, Buffalo Sabres. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and the Bruins did beat the Sabres by a score of 5-1 to one on Wednesday, outshooting the Sabres 47-25. They fell behind in the first, but then scored four straight goals uh, to head into the first intermission up 4-1, no scoring in the second, and then Taylor Hall scored against his old team uh, late in the third as the Bruins were enjoying that five-minute power play. Again, uh, Charlie McAvoy helped off the ice. If he were to miss any length of time, that would be a serious problem for the Boston Bruins. But for the time being, uh, they can uh, take these two points home and they will play next on Black Friday afternoon nationally televised game against the New York Rangers uh, after celebrating Thanksgiving back at home with their families on Thursday. Uh, again, this is Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins. Subscribe to the podcast and get all the latest on Charlie McAvoy, all the Bruins. The Washington Capitals put on a clinic at home on Wednesday against the Canadians. Washington scored six in the win, and Locked On Caps gives more numbers that point out just how good they looked last night. Talking about coming back to home ice in a big way. Hello, everyone. I'm Tyler Kuhl, the insider of the insiders and the host of Lockdown Capitals. The Washington Capitals win big tonight. 6-3 winners in their first home game back after the West Coast trip, beating up the Montreal Canadiens. Washington, they looked hungry. They looked happy to be back on the eastern seaboard, out shooting Montreal tonight, out playing Montreal. And they certainly had their ups of having a couple guys really step up. Michael Scarbosa, of course, getting his first goal as a Washington Capital was kind of interesting. Thank you, Cedric Paquette, for that. But I think the team all around played really good in front of them. I, I mean, of course, Alexander Ovechkin gets three points in this one. You get goals from Johnny Carlson on the power play. And Evgeny Kuznetsov getting his seventh, Tom Wilson getting his seventh, that top line still working hard, Connor McMichael getting an assist as well. By the way, John Carlson picks up another assist in this one, 14 assists for Johnny Carlson. I think he's doing okay, kids. Vanichek plays well. I know he gave up the one late to Arteri Lekin on a breakaway, whatever. The guy, I mean, the guy still played well, made 25 saves. He Certainly did not allow Montreal to get any jump early when Washington was holding them to single digits, what felt like forever. Big win, though, 12th win of the season for Washington. Now they get set for a big weekend when they take on Florida twice and the Carolina Hurricanes. So maybe this is a nice little tune-up for the Capitals. The Canadians didn't come close to beating the Capitals yesterday, but locked-on Canadians still found the positives in a big loss. Too little, too late against the Washington Capitals. Hi everyone, my name is Laura Saba, co-host of Locked On Canadians, and this is your LO now, after the Habs lose to the Washington Capitals 6-3. There were some positives in the game. Cole Caulfield scored his first goal of the season. Uh, Jake Evans with another Jake Evans effort. Uh, Tom Wilson did not de decapitate anybody. 
Uh, so those are some positives, but the Canadians still have no strategy, no plan. There is skill on the ice. You can see it in individual plays, but no cohesive unit, no philosophy, no strategy, no plan. And the Canadians are not going to be able to win any games without one. For more on this, check out Locked On Canadians. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. The Blue Jackets blanked the Jets in Columbus and scored plenty of their own goals along the way, which is a formula for all smiles from our Locked On Blue Jackets host in the post-game recap. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, big win tonight nationwide. The Pierre-Luc Dubois revenge game is on ice. It did not happen. Uh, He did not get a point. In fact, no one on the Winnipeg Jets got a point. That is Elvis Musleykin's first shutout of the season. And as he said in his post-game interview, it's not going to be his last of the season. Uh, The Blue Jackets played really well. But I thought the big story of the game was obviously the return of Pierre-Luc Dubois to the Columbus Blue Jackets arena to Nationwide. Uh, There was some booing, there was some cheering, uh, but most importantly, there was no Pierre-Luc Dubois goals. So uh, I've got away from that game happy, and hopefully you guys have too. I'm going to be talking about this game uh, in a special late night Locked on Blue Jackets in just a minute. So uh, make sure you check that out. And until then, make sure you stay locked on. The Minnesota Wild had a hard time showing up for a while there in New Jersey last night. That is not a hockey problem, though. The bus actually showed up late for the pregame warm-ups. Trust Minnesota knew exactly when the game started and jumped out to an early lead before securing a shootout win. Here's Locked on Wild on an eventful night. Despite showing up late, the Wild still pick up a win. Hey everybody, Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping the Wild's 3-2 win in a shootout over the New Jersey Devils. Wild were late to the arena due to some traffic, but got off to a 2-0 lead in the first, thanks to goals from Ryan Hartman, his 10th, and from Nico Sturm, his 4th. The Devils rallied to tie in the third period with a minute left to play, but the Wild get a shootout goal from Kevin Fiala and Cam Talbot. Stops all three shootout attempts to give the Wild their 12th win of the season. And Cam Talbot, 40 saves tonight, one of his best games of the season. So uh, at least for a night, any goalie concerns for the Wild can be put to rest. And the Wild head home with a win ahead of a five-game homestand. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure to check out Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the National Hockey League and your team, make your second listen Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This was Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.